You know what, Sam? What? The Carolina Hurricanes are the Metropolitan Division champions. Again. Thank God. Coming to you from the heart of Canes country, this is the Caniac Report. Your number one source for everything Carolina Hurricanes. Hot takes, predictions, game analysis, and NHL news. And now your hosts, Sam Wallace and Sam Driscoll. All right, we are back with our last our last episode of the mini-series, kind of, to... Um, prepare us for the playoffs. Pre- yes, to prepare for the playoffs. So, we started out this mini-series not knowing if the Hurricanes were going to win or not. I know you and I had doubts. Yeah. But they were able to do it, but in a very dramatic fashion. Like, my gosh. <laughs> Canes... Both games, honestly. Canes were up, uh, what, 5-2? to Mm -hmm. And Washington was up 4-1 to on New Jersey. Now, New Jersey won in overtime. But at some point, as we will get to, is Carolina won 5-4. to Which is all that mattered. Or it was 6-4. to Sorry, they won 6-4. to but at some point it was five to four, and at one point we were up two to nothing. But Florida tied it two to two, so very stressful. Very stressful. And Carolina Hurricanes public enemy number one scored two goals for the Devils and Eric Halla. So you know Devils got some scoring tonight. Carolina got some scoring tonight. Hey, we scored six goals. I will take that. That means our offense is going to be a little bit. They're going to be feeling good about themselves. Yeah, two goals from the, the three goals from the back end, three goals from the forwards. If I my math and memory is correct, as we got KK, Aho, Martinuk, was it Faust? So we got KK, yeah, Faust, and Aho, and then you have Goss got Despair. three goals for forwards, and then you have Goss Despair with one, the empty net, and then one of the empty nets, and then you had. Brent two from Burnsy. Two from Burnsy, yeah. So three and three, pretty good. And Carolina just shows how good offensively their defense is. Yeah. Just amazing. Brent Burns, a little sneak peek on the uh, three stars of this game. He's probably on that. Oh, yeah. And this was probably his best game as a Hurricane. One of them. But granted, this game was just that important. I mean, it was the most important game of the season. You want to win the Metropolitan. You want to be the division champions to secure home ice at least through rounds two. So so this is just um, fascinating, right? Just a couple of quick fascinating thoughts, right? The Carolina Hurricanes are guaranteed home ice in round one, round two, and round four. Round one, round two, and the Stanley Cup Finals. Guaranteed. But as long as Boston's there, we have to play Eastern Conference Finals. Game but that's zone. only if Boston wins. Correct. This is called guaranteed. Yes. This is what we're guaranteed. First round in the f- guaranteed home ice on the first, guaranteed home ice on the stand- on the second, and guaranteed home ice in the Stanley Cup Finals. Despite all of the frustrations that we have had, you and I, the fans have had, the criticism that the team has been given, this team managed to be the number two team in the National Hockey League. I think again. So I think last year they were number two, if not number three. So you're talking top three in the league in the last two seasons. I think that's good. Oh, yeah, that's really great. Again, there's a lot of like about this team. 
-hmm. And then there are some things not to like. But, I mean, in a cap-spaced world, in the NHL, every team's going to have weaknesses. Now, I still think they should have shored up at the trade deadline. I think that's what teams do is they shore up on their weaknesses at the trade deadline. But... Canes were able to able to overcome your weaknesses. The question is, can they overcome that weakness in the playoffs and win the Stanley Cup? Because t- teams are going to have struggles through ev- through probably every round. But the question is, can you overcome those weaknesses? Carolina, I mean Sam, you and I, we discussed this. We know that there are issues still with the offense. Even, I mean, yes, we scored six goals, which is excellent. And I'm happy we actually did that on the last game of the season because it should give uh, the forward some confidence heading yeah. into the playoffs. Which is what you need. You need confidence. You need, uh, the, the, you need to feel the ability to score. And I think it was good for Ajo, even though he didn't get a point, unfortunately, because I may have had a little bit of money on it. Tavo didn't get a point. Aho but, got a point. Aho did. Yeah, Tavo he got did. the second but, but empty I was, nickel. But I was going to say Tavo. I was talking about Tavo, not Yeah, Aho. Tavo didn't get Tavo a point. didn't get a point. We really would have liked him to. But I thought he played better this game, but though. But Tavo, this was his best game in this stretch that we've had. He, he looked good. That line looked good, which was needed. Yes, and I thought, I mean, Aho and Jarvis, I think, really showed it. Taravina, he's really good, too. He's just not a flashy player. That's just... I, Regardless of how good he plays, he's not a flashy player, but he's still a very good, effective player. And that's what you need in the playoffs. Yep. So, let's go through the goals first period. I mean, Carolina. I thought Carolina played pretty good in the first period. I honestly thought Florida played a little bit good, too. I thought both teams had their fair chances. But Brent Burns, he scores it one to nothing. And that was a great goal as Ajo was able to feed it to Burns, who just bombed it. And it was great because I know before that, Stahl was all alone on former Hurricane Alex Lyon, who was the goalie for Florida, and couldn't bury couldn't bury it. So that's another thing, too. Stahl is a little bit snake-bitten right now because he – Stalk have had two goals this game. Yeah, very true. He really could have. And then you get to the second period, which I thought was Carolina. Carolina was clearly the better team in the second period. They had like five grade-A chances. Natchez um, was able to put the puck between the legs but went out through the goal crease on one opportunity. I think Jarvis had another great opportunity as well but at least you still get a goal in the second period and that's KK all of us fans are worried though that you get all these chances and you don't convert it could bite you in the butt later mm-hmm. but in the third period Florida which we kind of you kind of had to see this coming Florida's down two to nothing Yep. Going into the third period, you knew they were going to come out hot. And that's what they did with Barkov scoring. Now, 
I'm not going to blame Anderson on that goal. I thought that was a <laughs> there are other goals to blame him on. I thought that was a defensive issue right there by our players. Yep. And also Barkov is, I think, clearly their best forward. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to blame Anderson too much on that goal. But it's the second goal. Yeah. He missed. He, he whiffed. I mean, it was just a indecisive. And that's just one of the things. And... and yeah, just, Florida took something out of our playbook with a dump and chase method. Yeah. They dumped it. Anderson, he hesitated. The biggest thing is that Anderson hesitated. He should have just got the puck out no matter what. Just get it out. But he didn't. He made it some fancy backhand pass. And it's Gudis who gets the puck and gives it to Lomberg. And Lomberg scores. And one thing we've noticed is Florida, they're a fast team, and they're good on transition. That is one thing they're good on. But Brendan Moore calls his timeout. Yep, and chews him out just a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, 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 he chewed him out a little bit, too. What do you think he said, Sam? Whatever it was was needed. I mean, you just you needed to kind of – just be like, woo, 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 you know, like calm down. Just kind of, I, I think the point of the timeout was really just to settle it down because it needed to be settled down. Yeah, I did. Carolina, you can tell that their confidence just went out the window on that game tying goal. But they dug in, as Triple I to say it, and. Brent Burns scores with a second goal and an assist from Drury. Another bomb from the blue line. Just excellent. And then, like, around 20 seconds later, you have Jesper Foss scoring. I think it was a little bit on a rebound from stall shots on Lyon. And Jesper Foss scores. So, Canes regained their two-goal lead. Which is great. And honestly, when that Burns goal happened, to me, well, I would say probably the Barkoff goal. That's kind of started the whole madness in the third period. Um, One thing I do want to talk about, though, is Marnook was was kind of choppy with the other players a bit. Which Mm -hmm. I like seeing because he is a choppy type of player. (sighs) But he had a huge hit. Yep. On him. Barkov laid a huge hit on him in the second period. Uh, we were concerned because he went into the dressing room, but he came back. So that was good in the second period. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that was the concern. Fortunately, he's fine, and he's got a few days. On the low end, he's got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, three days off. I think they need to take one or two of these days and not do anything. I tomorrow. say I say you take tomorrow off completely. Yeah, take tomorrow I off. Wouldn't, I also wouldn't leave Florida tonight. I would just stay. Head back Friday. Don't do anything. I wouldn't do anything on Saturday. Then I'd have a full-blown practice, depending on the schedule. Um, a full-blown practice on Saturday. If you play on Mon- or on Sunday. And then if you play Monday, morning skate, or maybe not up to the coach there. I think it's just dependent on what your opinion on morning skates are. But if you don't play on Monday, but you play Tuesday, I would say have, a tra- have another practice on, on Monday. 
No need for a morning skate Tuesday. Yes, and as we're recording this, this, the playoff schedule has not been announced yet. And if it does come out whilst we are doing this, we will... We will let you guys know. Yeah, for sure. That way we can kind of just quickly glance over the schedule. But in general, this is what was desperately needed tonight. You needed a feel-good moment going into the playoffs. You you end on a good note. You win at home to close out the home the home schedule and you win on the road to close out the road schedule. Carolina had an extremely good season, period. Now it, the question comes, what is a successful season? You can have good years all the time. The Washington Capitals and the Pittsburgh Penguins have had good years. Well, Pittsburgh for those who don't know, missed the playoffs for the first time in 16 years. Holy crap. Sidney Crosby was a teenager the last time the Penguins didn't make the playoffs. That's insane to me. Just insane. The Washington Capitals, eight years. Insane. Nashville, I think the top three, the top three playoff streaks all ended this year. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. And the last team that had sort of something like that was Detroit missing the playoffs. Yeah. Because they they made it for, I think it was longer. Like, I think it was around like 20-something years for Detroit. Yeah, I mean, they were basically what the equivalent of people compared, like, the Patriots to for over, like, decades, right? I mean, they always made the playoffs in in the NFL. Detroit was always in the playoffs in the NHL. Now it's different. The top two teams now with seven wins, with seven straight years, is Boston and Toronto. I don't remember who has six. Might be Tampa. I think Tampa's at six, and then Carolina is actually on this list at five. So Carolina's in the top top tier of making the playoffs inconsistent. Which is great. I'm I'm really happy. Given we were consistently missing, yeah, I'll take it. Yes. Kind of like what you said there. I think Canes fans, I think all of us, should be grateful that the Hurricanes are making the playoffs for the fifth straight year in a row. Because, especially if you're a fan, during the what we call the Dark Ages, with mm-hmm. them missing the playoffs for eight or nine seasons. So I'm happy that they made the playoffs. Yeah, and we'll take that for sure. But now it's about, but now we're to the point where we have to start to you know, discuss what's successful versus not successful, right? Yes, exactly. And, of course, I mean, going back to that Florida game, it was just insane in that third period. Because even though Gossespierre scores and makes a 5-2, to two, Duclair, he scores. To me, that's a, that's a goal right there. Anderson should have had. He shot it from way out in the blue line. There was no traffic at all in front of Anderson. He should have had that. It was right through the legs. Yeah. So that's two goals Anderson should have had. Now, granted, Anderson, I thought he played good heading into the third period. From tea to green, the best place to go to get in on all the action Happening on the Lynx is DraftKings Sportsbook. This week, new customers will receive an odds boost to add plus 1000 to any pre-tournament wager up to $10 on any golfer to win. So, for example, if you are a new customer and you see a golfer to win the tournament at plus 1000 odds, DraftKings will boost that golfer to plus 2000 odds for your shot at a bigger payout. DraftKings will be featuring 
parlays and odd boosts on all tournament long. So be sure to check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day before the tournament starts to see what they have in store. I know while watching the Masters, I've been rooting for Russell Henley. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN and boost your odds during this weekend's tournament. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook. But he proved once again that he is shaky, especially with his puck handling. And then you have Carter for Hagee, which I'm not going to blame a lot on Anderson for because there was a lot of traffic in that for Hagee goal. I kind of blame Pesci for kind of not being engaged in that moment because I think that was his man. But then Aja was able to score on the empty net once again. And Carolina finally wins 6-4. to four. A funny thing that I do want to say Bob Ross, huge Kaniac. Yes, Bob Ross is a huge Kaniac, Bertrand Tracy, during the midst of the third period. So, I just love Tripp so much. He cracks me up. I actually tweeted that out. And I was hoping you would use that as a one-liner, but oh well. Hey, you got to talk about Metro Champs, man. But Oh yeah, but you do. We have a little bit of educated guesses here from at Corey Love on Twitter. Corey Lavalette, North State Journal, and I think The Athletic now. He tweeted out, Islanders UBS Arena has shows on April 20th and 22nd. Leads me to believe games one and two will be Monday, Wednesday at PNC. Game three, Friday, April 21st. Game four, April 23rd. But I'm guessing. Educated guesses, though, um, as well. Adam Gold also replied saying, educated guess. So, makes sense. So, it sounds like it it might be likely that we're Monday, Wednesday, Friday... Sunday? Yeah. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. That's going to be. So it sounds like that might, again, not official. Obviously, not official. That's just that I can say I don't think Carolina has ever opened the Stanley Cup finals, which in this case, we would be one of the opening slates. Yeah, so that would be interesting. I mean, I'll, I'll take that. I think that's cool. I would prefer Tuesday and Thursday, but I don't care that much. So it's just my preference. You know, at the end of the day, we'll, we're just happy to be in the playoffs for sure, as always. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, what, what I mean, we're going to do our preview of – the Islanders and Hurricane series that will be our Monday episode. Um, but I do want to give a little bit of a taste. What do you think that's going to be, Sam? What do you mean? In one statement, how is how is that playoff matchup good between the Islanders and the Hurricanes? Hurricanes going to be. Um. So. <laughs> Anyone ever watch the New Jersey Devils play in the early 2000s with Marty Brodeur? Scott Stevens. Yeah, that's probably going to be how this goes. A lot of neutral zone trap, dump and chase, two to one games, low shots on goal. I kind of think that's how it's going to go because both Carolina and the Islanders play the similar style shot suppression. Desire to, you know do their thing although i still think carolina has better offense than the islanders do 
Um, also just some quotes from, as you know, we, as everyone knows, we do these right after the game. So we kind of get some quotes from the head coach. And I think it's important to say what Rod says in these things that we've been pretty good about that as well. Robert Moore, you know, uh, it was asked what he credits the team's success to this season. And I think his answer is not going to surprise anybody. Uh, you know what it is. You know what my answer is going to be. It's the guys in the room. Rod Brendamore hates the spotlight. He will never take credit for anything. He gives it to the players. But we all know that Rod is a huge reason why we are where we are right now. Yes, definitely. He really is. Um, news, too. I mean, New Jersey, they won in... Overtime, mm-hmm. but what's interesting is it, that OT winner was Luke Hughes scoring <laughs> his first goal. Well, good for him. You know, I've always liked it when a young player has a good night, a good new young player. So good for him. At the end of the day, it really didn't matter for the Hurricanes what happened. But um, I'm I'm just glad we don't have to play the Rangers. <laughs> like, yes, I, I am just, too. Oh my gosh! Like if you listeners was would have saw a live reaction to this Florida game, you probably would have heard our hearts stop four or five times in that third period because mm-hmm. that was just insane. It I was. Mean, uh, it was probably one of the craziest games I've seen. Wow! That just kind of go. I think the closest I've seen to a game almost just falling apart for a team was the San Jose game at home when we were down and we came back to tie it, right? After allowing an empty net goal. I mean, this game had that eerie feel to it. Like, oh, no, the Panthers are about to do what we did to the to the Sharks, right? Maybe, but we were down that game. We weren't really down in floor, down in this game. But No, no, I, I, was, still, I felt I meant oof. Florida was going to do that to us, and I was like, mm. Most important thing is we won, but my gosh, uh, I'm happy – I'm not going to a doctor's appointment tomorrow because he probably will be looking at my blood pressure and be like, why is it high? Because of the hurricanes. But yeah, so three stars of the game to end this episode up, Sam. What are your three stars? Um, three stars, man. Um... Third star, KK. I thought he had a good game. Second star, you know what? Turbo. I, I liked his game tonight. Terravine had played well. He did a lot of little things right tonight, and I think that's important to build that kind of a game. And first star, duh, Brent Burns. Oh, my goodness. He had an amazing game. He earned it. He did it. He should be the first star. One of the best players on this team this season. Him and Brady Shea are just spot. Are just huge players. Um, and I'm just, I'm proud of our defense and how well they, they showed up. Interesting. So my third star is going to be, and I thought he played really good. It's probably going to be Sebastian Otto. He's going to be my third star because I thought he had a very good game. I really did. He gets an assist and a goal this game. Very good overall game from Ajo. My second star is going to be... Hmm. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it to 
Shane Gosses bear. Because I thought he played very good. I thought he played very good too. Again, he gets two points, an assist, and a goal. And of course, my first star is Brent Burns. Same reasoning as what you said. All three players I thought played excellent. And you get goals from both your forwards and your defensemen. And once I think you get goals from both of those categories, Mm -hmm. I think the Hurricanes do win this game. Yeah. And uh, here's another quote from Rod. Um, I think it's, I think it really kind of sums up what this team feels they can do or should be doing. It's a big accomplishment. The division we're in, it says a lot, but that's not what we came to do. It's okay. But we've got bigger things that we obviously want to accomplish. He's talking about winning the Stanley Cup. Yes, definitely. That should be on your mind is winning the Stanley Cup. And for the record, I mean, Sam, I think you and I have said this before. The fact that regardless if you win the Metro Division or not, you need to go into the playoffs playing well. And that's what the Canes, I thought, did. You you end the season with a two-game win streak. Mm-hmm. Two games. That's good. Yeah. It didn't matter if we even. It, in, in my you're opinion, playing it, well when you play when you win two games. Yes, I think. Yes, you need to win. You want to win. You want to end the season winning. Even if we had lost the other game, right, and we were stuck playing the Rangers today, you know, for going on to the next into the into the playoffs. If we had won today, it would be huge and important, and it's great to see. Yes, it is. Well, you nervous. I am very nervous, but now it's going to be playoff hockey time. It is. And we will release our playoff preview on Monday. Is that going to be a solo for me, Sam? It, it could. I thought you said you had a guess, possibly. I don't think, I'm not sure if I'm going to have it, so I might be suing a solo. Might be my first time to do it solo, Sam. We might. We'll if see. if you want to do it, we might. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll have a big playoff preview. Regardless, we will be previewing it, or at least one of us will be previewing it, if not both. But we'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to the playoffs. I know you're looking forward to the playoffs. Are you ready to get hurt again, Sam? <sighs> like, uh, man, play. I'm telling playoff time. It's on another stress level for me than the season, but. It's going to be fun regardless. I'm ready. I am too. We will see you guys then. Let's go, Canes. Thanks for listening to the Caniac Report. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. Can't get enough of the Caniac Report? For more content or to connect with the Sams, check them out on Instagram and Twitter at the Caniac Report. We'll see you next time.